Welcome to a Healthy Move podcast. I'm your host, Di Shepherd, a reformed corporate workaholic turned health and wellness advocate and women's fitness coach. I'm also mum to an energetic little boy and Aussie expat with a passion for embracing ways to live a renewed, healthier way of life. Join me each week as I share hints, tips, and real conversations on all things health, fitness, and well-being to help make a healthy move for a life that you love. Welcome back to a Healthy Move podcast. I'm your host, Di Shepherd, and thanks so much for tuning in. And also for those amazing reviews that have come in recently. I really do appreciate those of you who have taken the time to review the podcast and let me know what you're loving about it, as it helps me understand what you like and it allows me to help more people get a healthy move into more listeners' ears. Now, reviewing the podcast is super easy to do. So if you can spare a moment, please pop over to the review section of your favorite app. Don't overthink it. Just let me know what you enjoy about tuning in or what you may have found most helpful. So today I'm chatting about the scales and why I feel like it's time we did away with obsessing over weighing in on them and using them as an absolute measure of success on our fitness journeys. In my previous bootcamp and personal client sessions, I would see how much weighing in on a scale obsessively would play havoc with people's mindsets and ultimately hold them back from moving forward or keeping them positively motivated. When it comes to the scales, there's lots of things going on with our body that can contribute to the overall number. And it's important to know that your weight can fluctuate during different times of the day and especially for women at different times of the month. Now, we should all know that our weight changes over a period of time based on what we eat and how we move our bodies. The basic principle here is that calories in versus calories out. In other words, what you consume versus what you burn. And at its most basic level, how that can play out is eat more than you move and you will generally speaking put on weight. But there are other things at play that are impacting our weight on a daily basis too. Things like how much we drink and what we drink, how much we sleep, our levels of stress and the changes in our hormones. And also after a period of time with regular training consistency, muscle gains versus weight loss can also play a factor into that final number that you are seeing on the scale. So I would strongly recommend not stepping on the scales every day unless you've got some medical reason for it. When you are stepping up on the scales every day, it can really mess with your head if the numbers are going up and down. And that number may not necessarily be representative of your true overall progress. Instead, try to take a more holistic approach. There are lots of other ways that we can measure our progress on a fitness journey so that we can see how far we've come, the improvements that we are making both on a cardio fitness level, energetic level, and also a physical appearance level too. Progress photos are a much better way to see the physical changes in your body, your tummy, face, arms, legs, and butt. I suggest you take a photo of yourself at the very start of your journey and then update these photos, say, every eight weeks or so. 
Now, if you've already started your journey, that's fine. It's not too late. Most people can even just dig up an old photo of themselves to see the physical differences. And if you can't find one that suits this purpose, just take one now and review your progress in about eight weeks time. Physical measurements can also be a better way of seeing your physical progress as opposed to weight on the scale. And if you are not too keen on getting the tape measure out or worried about exactly where to measure, you could also use the size of your clothing or the way that your clothing fits as a physical measure of your progress. For example, do your pants fit better around the waist and are your shirts feeling looser? Changes in your physical fitness should also be noted. So set a benchmark at the start of your fitness journey, such as a time trial around the local oval, the beep test, or you can even use physical strength tests, such as how much weight you can lift for a few different types of exercises, like a bicep curl, a shoulder press, a deadlift, or a barbell squat. And you can also use body weight as a physical strength test, like how many push-ups you can complete until failure or how many reps you can complete in a minute. Other body weight strength tests could be squats, lunges, sit-ups or step-ups to a bench. And another one you may like to try is timing a plank hold, but just make sure you do it with correct form. No bums in the air, a nice flat back, and keep those shoulders a nice straight line stacked over your hands and wrists. Another simple way to note your progress is to have an exercise journal or a habit tracker and just note down what you did from week to week. This is particularly handy if you are coming from a place of no exercise at all, as after some time you can then look back on what you have done and feel a sense of achievement from staying committed and getting your workouts completed from day to day or week to week. You may even note little things like changes in stamina, like how long you can last before you're out of breath, being able to keep up with the kids playing soccer at the park, or how many sets of stairs you can complete before you get puffed out. All of these things are great ways of measuring your progress without obsessing over the scales. And whatever you choose as your baseline, just make sure you retest with like conditions to see true progress. If you're taking progress pictures, ensure that your lighting conditions are similar, if not the same. And with physical tests, say if you are timing yourself running around the oval, make sure it's the same start and end point and the ground is not wet if it wasn't last time. Just use your common sense to make sure your tests are as accurate as possible for a good and fair comparison. Now with weighing in on the scales, I'm by no means saying don't ever weigh yourself, but just understand that there are going to be some things impacting the result on the scale and certain things like your hormones or a bad day at work are not always going to be the things that we have absolute control over. And if you are having a bad day, a terrible night's sleep, or you just got off your period, perhaps weigh in on a different day or make a note of what's going on at that time to impact that number or the result on the scale. No doubt you will want to weigh yourself at some point in time, either to get yourself a baseline measure or just check in with yourself. So I always recommend that when you do weigh yourself, try to do it first thing in the morning on an empty stomach and an empty bladder. So that means after you go to the toilet and before you do anything else to help create the best possible level playing field, so to speak, or a decent set of conditions that can become replicable for the next time that you do it. 
And lastly, I just wanted to mention that I personally know how hard it is to struggle with a weight loss journey. I've definitely been there myself some time ago, and I know that the scales as a sole purpose of measure can be super confusing when that number changes or doesn't change over a period of time. Avoid using that scale as your sole measure for your fitness journey. It can be super damaging to your mental well-being over time, especially if you are doing it too regularly. Please consider incorporating some of those other measures to create a more holistic way of measuring and looking at your progress over time to help you stay motivated and on track towards your personal health and fitness goals. And remember, treat your health and fitness journey as a marathon, not a sprint. You need to stick with it over the long haul with discipline, perseverance and commitment, which will reward you. All right, that's a wrap on today's episode. I hope you found today's episode helpful. And if you did, I always appreciate if you can take a screenshot and share it to Instagram and tag me so I can pop on over and say hi. My handle is at a healthy move. All right, I look forward to you tuning in again next time and I'll chat to you again then soon. Thanks so much for joining me and I do hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you love what you're hearing, please share the love and tell your friends about the podcast. I would be super grateful if you could rate, review or subscribe to help more people embrace a healthy move. For more resources or details about today's episode, you can head on over to ahealthymove.com or reach out to me with your thoughts and ideas about the podcast anytime via Instagram. My handle is at ahealthymove and I'll chat to you on the next episode real soon. 